Hey everyone, and welcome to. Wait, what? Oh! Ooh, this is a sparkly bonus episode of Epicurean Unicorn! Hello, and welcome to a very special bonus episode of Epicurean Unicorn. I'm here today, although unlike the recent past, I'm not here alone. I have a very special co host who is returning for, I believe, a, a third time. Is that correct, special co host? Yes. Special co-host, would you like to introduce yourself? Mm-hmm. My, my name is Daniel, and I'm the guy who talk who's not me, dad, um, not, not his dad, I'm his son. It's a wonderful introduction. If you didn't figure it out from that, I have my son Daniel here for a special Father's Day episode. Are we going to let your five-year-old sister join? She's not here. Ah, so I guess we must have planned it because she's just a little crazy. Mm-hmm. What we're going to do is have just a little special time for Father's Day. I get to spend a little time with him. And we, us, you listeners, get an interesting insight into the mind of a 10-year-old. So I would run if I were you. Do you want to give them an insight into the mind of a 10-year-old? Stuff. Yep, that's about right. That's what they think about, stuff. What we're going to do is I'm going to ask Daniel some questions because I want to get an understanding, mainly for my own purposes, uh, about what makes a great restaurant. So it's a 10-year-old restaurant review, not of a specific restaurant, just all restaurants together. I want to hear from the mouth of the 10-year-old what makes a great dining experience. Um, the waiters have to be nice. If they scream at you, I don't want to come back. Oh, wait a minute. Have I ever taken you or has your mom ever taken you someplace where waiters scream at you? No, but if it happened, that would happen. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, let, let's, let's start. I, I hadn't really started. I appreciate the first answer. All right. When we go out to eat, when we go to a restaurant, whether it's with us, your grandparents, whatever it is, what do you look for? Like, What, what do you walk in and say, oh, this is going to be a good restaurant? Um, that's a very open-ended question. It is, yes. And so you know about open and closed questions. Good. So I've asked you an open-ended question. Answer it. Like the food or? like First impressions. As a 10-year-old, you walk into a restaurant. And what do you see and you say, oh, I'm going to like eating here? If the restaurant is ugly on the inside, I don't want to come back. <laughs> All right. What makes an ugly restaurant? Wallpaper ripping. Um. It smells, mm. and um, yeah. Okay. So attention to detail. If those little details are wrong, you know it's probably a bad restaurant. Yeah. If they can't treat their restaurant um, nicely, then they probably don't have very good food. Okay. Oh, that's very wise. Okay. What's some of your favorite, let's say, amenities that a restaurant has? What does amenities mean? Ah, well, here's a, a dictionary. Read it. Amenities meaning the items around the restaurant, perhaps at the table, such as a kid's menu with crayons or uh, some kind of screen or tablet or TVs or games you can get up and play. Is there anything at a restaurant that you like to see? Oh. So the TVs can't have the regular news. They always need to have some kind of sports game. And 
kids' menu is too childish. Oh, really? So you're going to start ordering off the adult menu? No, like the activities. Like it's these really easy word searches or stuff. They need to change it. Oh, okay. You're you're almost too old, I think, for most kids' menus. Like they need like a six to ten year old menu and a one to five year old menu. So you think most of the activities are geared more towards your little three year old cousin? Yes. Mm. Okay. What do you look for in the food when we go out to eat? What do you like about the food at a restaurant? It's a good question. I think it has to be nice looking. Okay, so visual presentation is important. Yes. What do you like about the presentation? What's a presentation you like? Well, last night we went out to eat and the and I got a tray, but they didn't get a tray. My parents did not get a tray, so that was cool. Oh, you <laughs> you liked being the only person that got some type of tray or vessel. Okay. And I like how the paper isn't just plain. Uh, it has a checkerboard pattern. People listening are probably thinking we go to only places that don't have real silverware or real plates at this point. <laughs> last night, though, we did because it was your last day of fourth grade. We went to, yeah, they can't see that giant cheesy smile you're making. Oh, it's an adorable face, though. What we did is we went to a kind of a 50s, 60s themed restaurant where they still serve everything in that manner, right? So like when your grandparents were growing up, if they'd go out to eat burgers and fries and milkshakes, they'd get the burger in that kind of folded paper like we got ours in last night and the plastic trays, just like where we go in Maine, you know? Oh, yeah. The place in Maine also has cars and stuff. Mm -hmm. That makes it really fun. And they have a playground and you can eat outside. So that makes a good restaurant when they have not just the food. Okay. So you like having an outdoor seating area? Um, or a playground or visuals like the cars. It's always uh -huh. fun to look at the pictures of them. Oh, yeah. If you eat inside there, they have all the 50s. Apparently, we only go to 50s themed <laughs> restaurants. <laughs> uh. Yeah, you like that. They also, you can eat in your car there at when we go up to Maine. Oh, yeah. So what kind of food makes a good restaurant? Um, Food that your parents normally don't make you. Oh, okay. So you like to go out places where we normally wouldn't cook that kind of food. Like what? Well, hit. The grilled cheese that I had last night was better than my dad's grilled cheese. Oh, okay. Well, I guess I know what I'm not making you anymore. <gasps> so mean. Oh, well, I mean, you, you said my grilled cheese wasn't good. That's what I heard. No, I never said it wasn't good. It's just not as good as the other grilled cheese. Okay. I never said it wasn't good. Okay. What is your favorite food to eat out? To eat out? Mm-hmm. Chicken and fries because you always get like the Tyson and the chicken's really bad. Oh, the the chicken if I just keep it for emergencies at home, like when your well, sister says like, I want chicken. Well, like the cold chicken that you have to warm up. Uh huh. Yeah, I yeah. don't like that. Okay. Also, except Dino nuggets. Oh, Dino. Oh, yes, of course. Everybody can agree. Dino nuggets are great. I thought you might say pizza. 
because of the different brick oven pizza places we go to. No, you you make good pizza. Oh, thank you. Okay. It's still better though. Uh, I hey. Restaurant is still. Yes, no, it is, especially the the one we go to just up the street where they have the, the oh, yeah. wood-fired brick oven and the family came here from Italy and they really make, I mean, good pizza. I know that's your favorite. Mm-hmm. Do you have any other kind of thoughts about food or eating out from the mind of a 10-year-old? The name of the restaurant. Oh, what about the name of the restaurant? It can't be like... Something that doesn't make you want to eat it, like, um, <laughs> this food is bad, <laughs> as oh. the name of the <laughs> restaurant. You, you think somebody would name their restaurant, this food is bad? <laughs> yes. Has there ever been a restaurant name where we've said, hey, here's where we're going, and you've said, oh, that's going to be bad? Um, yes. Oh, okay. I don't like the Spanish names, but, like... The pizza places, I like when they have, like, Francesco is a good name. Okay. Have for the pizza place. Well, I guess since you're saying you don't like Mexican food, we'll just go out for it more often then. No. <laughs> Do you have a favorite place to go eat? You can say the name of it. Gus's because it's in New Jersey and they show like the visuals of the food in a case and it makes you really want to eat it and there's cool walls with a checkerboard pattern and the seats are comfy okay well oh, that's yeah. yeah that's a that's a diner Jersey is known for having great diners I don't think I've been there since they remodeled because the place burned down the case in front it's all the cakes right Yes, and cookies. Okay. So you, you like walking into a restaurant and seeing desserts. <laughs> yes. And then you know it's going to be a good restaurant. Yes. <laughs> yeah. That's where one of your grandparents, one set of grandparents takes you. Do they let you get the desserts? No. Oh, okay. You can say yes. It's okay. No. Okay. No, seriously. Okay. So they make you walk by. Your your grandparents make you walk by that case of desserts and never let you get one? Yes. Oh, wow. I think you got to talk to your grandparents. No, actually. Oh, actually what? They don't let me get no, it. No, I believe you. I don't you. really care. I believe you. I'm just saying you might want to talk to your grandparents. That's the best part of the restaurant. You got to say, hey, let me get uh, let me get some of these uh, sweets. No? No. No? They can't see you shaking your head. No. No. <laughs> Thank you, Daniel, for coming for Father's Day again and sharing the wisdom of a 10-year-old. Did you have fun? Yes. Okay. Guess what time it is, though? Um, 1032. <laughs> that was quite literal. No, it's, it's time where before we stop, I am going to have to ask you the same types of things I ask all the other people we have on and get your answers. Are you ready? Mm-hmm. First question. If you could only root for one Philadelphia sports team, which one would it be? The Phillies. Oh, not the Flyers. Okay. Why? The Phillies are just a hint better. And yeah, I like rooting for the underdogs, but I don't think the Flyers have a future. Oh, ho, ho. wow. Harsh words. 
<laughs> about about the flyers. Oh man. Second question. If you could only go one place for pizza, where would you go? Am I allowed to say the name? Yes, of course. Aqua e Farina. That is very good pizza. Now, I'm going to ask you a question from this book I have because I want to see if a 10-year-old can guess the answer because my full-grown adult co-workers cannot. So I'm going to explain to you how this works and then you have to give me an answer, okay? Okay. Here's how this works. This is a book of troubleshooting advice for the bakery. So if you have a problem, you can go look in this book and it tells you what you're making, what the problem is, and how to fix it. You're going to have to guess the how to fix it part, okay? Okay. And I will give you a hint. Use the simplest words possible and use the fewest number of words possible, okay? Okay. Because that's how this book is written. All right, and I'm going to stick to something that you've made with me before. So cookies, okay? We're talking about cookies. Mm-hmm. You've made cookies, and they lack the proper flavor. They lack the proper flavor because the wrong type of flavor was used. So how would you fix that? They have, they lack the proper flavor because the wrong flavor was used. How would you remedy that? Add more sugar. <laughs> I thought it would be like a bitter cookie, so add ah. more sugar. Okay, I'm going to give you a second try at the same one. But that was three words. That was, and you know what? The answer is three words. Add more and sugar, though, are not any of those three words. So you need to get the proper flavor because you did not use the proper flavor. So how could you fix that? Bake it more. <laughs> All right. Well, this book stumps full-grown adults and 10-year-olds. I was trying to lead you to it. The answer was use proper flavoring. That's so... This book is so... <laughs> <laughs> well, there you have it, folks. The Bake Shop Troubleshooter. The annoyance of full-grown adults and 10-year-olds. Thank you, Daniel. I had a good time. I did, too. All right. And everybody, happy Father's Day to all the dads. Everybody, take care. Stay well. And until next time, we'll be seeing you. Goodbye. Hey, everyone. Thanks for listening. If you have questions, comments, baking troubles, or are just epicurious about the topics discussed today, you can send an email to epicureanunicorn at If your question is short and sweet, we may even feature it on the show. Epicurean Unicorn is a production of the Parados Corporation. Help us to keep spreading the magic of food through continued conversation and the pursuit of knowledge. This has been a Studio 47 production. I still don't know what it is. Don't tell me. Bye. 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 Bye.